Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Yay! I am your host, Victor Gouveia, along with my co-host, Pepsi Mama. Hello, everybody. And a mama she is. This is the show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. And how you can become a mama if you want to. <laughs> hey, have you ever did? Or a daddy. <laughs> well, you know, something that would be cool to feel is maybe putting Pepsi in your mouth and, you know, swirling it around the nipples and your clit. Oh, boy. What a spark that would be. But oh, see, yeah. I, I, was, mm-hmm. I was thinking of uh, giving somebody a blowjob with Pepsi in my mouth. Well, that too. Yeah, you can do both. Yeah. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, a word of warning. This show is extremely explicit. In fact, we use language, as you've just heard, like blowjobs, clits, pussies, cocks, dicks, you name it. So if you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck out of here. Unless you have an adult with you, in which case, well, I can't really force you to get the hell out. If you are over the age of 18, welcome. Hopefully you learn something. But if you get offended uh, by the way we talk, then you might want to get on out too. But... (laughs) We hope yeah. you stay. Yeah, that's true. If you do get offended by what we say or 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 do or talk about, fuck you. Because if I mean, with a million YouTube channels out there, you're choosing ours to spend your time with. And don't get me wrong, I thank you for that. But if you're getting offended just by listening to us, Go somewhere else. By all means. I don't lose any sleep whatsoever because free speech in this great continent of ours, of North America, reigns. So, oh, and for those who are listening to us on podcast, same goes to you, too. I mean, if you don't like what we're going to say or what we are going to talk about don't listen just skip to the next podcast afterwards so yeah having said that if you are wanting to send us a criticism or a praise uh or if you want to ask us a question or you need advice about something just send us an email, Saturday Night Adult Party at gmail.com. Again, that's Saturday Night Adult Party at gmail.com. Snap is, of course, sponsored by Eden Fantasies, the online sex shop that will enhance. Oh, gosh, he said it. Your sex life. <laughs> In multiple ways. From dildos to sex toys to you name it, they've got it all. 
They've even got great articles on how you can enhance your sex life. And they've got all kinds of really 80% site-wide sales. So go check them out. Check out the discount codes in the description box below, whether you're listening to us on uh, YouTube, on Facebook, or on Twitter. Uh, You can check out the description box for all the discount codes and a special offer for orders of $29 or more. You can get a free sex toy, but you have to click the link in our description box. If you don't click the link in the description box, you will not find this this free toy anywhere on the site. And that's a guarantee. So today, it doesn't matter what you call it, whether it be smooching, necking, pecking, you know, kissing, tongue hockey, whatever you call it. It's fun. It's fun. Kissing is fun. And it can make you feel so dizzy and so giddy and so wow yes it can and believe me when i say if you do it just right i guarantee you it's going to lead to more yes a lot more but we're not going to leave you high and dry we are going to tell you what's good etiquette and bad etiquette. And we're going to tell you how to do one of the greatest kisses known to man. Even better, even it'll even rival some of the best Romantic kisses on film you've ever heard of. Well, now I've got to hear this. I... <laughs> That's right. So tune in close to the end of the show, and I will tell you how to give one hell of a kiss. Oh, are you going to kiss me? Now, I'll tell you how to give one hell of a kiss to your girlfriend slash partner slash wife. I'm a little far away. <laughs> yeah. Not to your grandmother, your aunt, your mom, or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're into incest, in which case, well, you know, you've got your own issues to deal with. But, yeah. So, first and foremost, I'm, I, I have no idea how kissing got started. The fact is, somebody along the line essentially came up to someone else and kissed them on the lips, and they enjoyed it. Now, how it became a part of romance, I don't know. But I do know that kissing has become a a salutation for the longest time ever. And by salutation, I mean, hey, hello, how 
How are you? Blah, blah, blah. But everybody does it. However, in fact, in North America, it was exceptionally rare for someone to kiss someone hello. In fact, you hardly ever found a person getting a peck on the cheek, getting a peck on the lips, or anywhere. Even on the hand, it was a no-no because of decorum. I've heard my parent, my grandparents say that uh, that they never kissed until they got married. Yeah, and that's right. That's right. That's why England or the U Europe is so advanced when it comes to, well, sexuality and, and, and kissing and various other things like that. Oh, God, give me an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, darling. <laughs> so having said that, there are some things you don't want to do. For God's sakes, watch where you're sticking your nose. <laughs> Don't stick it in someone's eye. Don't stick it in someone's chin. Don't stick it in someone's ass. Uh, no, don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless you're into that, well, you know. I mean, if fun. you are, that's up to you, but. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be careful how you place your nose. Now, you can do one thing to help. If you tend to be a klutz or never, accident prone. I've never done anything like that with my nose. Well, here's the thing, right? I've always because hit the mark. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes people don't know how to turn their heads. Yeah. You know, some people turn them to the left. Some people turn them to the right. But the best way. Dead on center. No. In fact, the best way is to kiss the person somewhere other than the mouth before you go into the mouth. For example, cradle their head or face in your hands. And then at that point, you're guaranteed, no matter where you kiss, you'll eventually get to the mouth. Well, I'm usually cradling something when I kiss. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it ain't always the head. <laughs> or that head anyway okay yeah fair enough fair enough um first let's see if anybody is listening to us because if we're getting get in trouble we should at least know who we're getting no no comments okay so what I do is I will kiss somebody either on the forehead or the cheek 
and then depending on the mood, because you can sort of feel mm-hmm. where the mood is going, depending on how you kiss them on the cheek or the forehead. Because if you get the vibe that this person wants more, you can feel the movement in their heads. And at that point, you go in for the lips. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but my kissing has, for the most part, For the most part? Yeah, I'd say 99.9% of the time led to some really hot sex. Yeah. I'll have to agree with you. Mine has done the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It gets so chaste at the beginning, but then it sort of sneaks up on us and it starts getting more and more frenzied. And then at some point, we introduce our tongues into the mix. And the tongues take it all in. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it follows after the tongues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So some things you want to watch out for is saliva. For Christ's sake, don't drown your partner. Oh, I had a guy do that to me, and I I had to quit kissing him because he just wouldn't quit slobbering in my mouth. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I couldn't stand that. I'm sorry, but I couldn't. Yeah, no, I can understand that. I can understand that. I mean, you don't mind a little bit, but. Uh Okay, it's no secret. Okay, and I know whereof I speak because it's no secret. I've said this before on the show, and I will say it again. I have been kissing since the age of three. And no, I'm not talking about kissing on the cheek or anything else. I mean actual mouth kissing, mouth to mouth. Yeah, your little... With tongues. That's right. That's right. It's a story I've told. I was hiding in the back behind the door in daycare. And to this day, I have no idea if that per- the person I was kissing was a male or female. And Let's be honest. At the time, I really didn't give a shit. It was well, cool. no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I learned to kiss, believe it or not. So this person taught me how to kiss, and I have never, ever found them again. Mostly because... Until I went blind, I never thought of it. I never thought of this person. And now that I have thought about this person, I can't remember their name. 
I can't remember who they were, if they were male or female. Nothing. I can't remember any of it. I have a feeling it was a little girl. I'd like to hope so. I, I think it was. I think she she decided at a very early age she had she had the hots for one Victor Gouveia. Yeah, well, yeah, I was <laughs> and, thin and everything and, at that and, point, and she was going to get him. <laughs> well, well, it could be, could be, but she had short hair. Well, she had short hair, and she had a very girlish face. So that's why I think of her as a girl. If only to affirm my masculinity. Now, mind you, I have no problems getting in touch with my feminine side. As you all know, I have sucked cock before. But for my own sanity, I am choosing to think of this person as a woman. Well, a girl. Anyway. I, I just really feel like she was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it makes me feel better to think so, but. <laughs> oh, no. But no, I know. I really, I, I think she was. I, well, that's, a, you know. I, I, think she, I think she was a little girl and she just decided she had the hots uh -huh. for, for one Victor G. <laughs> Very good. At, at three years old. Yes. 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 Okay. I can tell you a little little story about kissing. By all when, means. When I was eight, uh, there was this little fella, and his name was Ken Scott. And, of course, some of the boys, uh, they got to jeering and, and carrying on and Ken, Ken's got a girlfriend. Ken's got a girlfriend. Meaning you? Meaning me, yeah. So Okay. Anyway, we started sitting on the porch. It was on a Saturday. We decided we'd sit on the porch, and, and we were kissing. Of course, there weren't tongues involved, but but we were, we were lip kissing. Mm -hmm. And the house mothers looked out, and they thought it was cute. And anyway, really? we had our budding romance lasted until Monday. <laughs> and, wait, wait, sorry, and, how long was that? Uh, from Saturday until Monday. <laughs> and then Monday I had this real bad headache. And I could be a snippy little kid. I <clears throat> after lunch, he wanted to walk with me back to school and I or back to class that afternoon and I said, No, I've got a headache and I don't feel like fooling with you. And and he said, well, I'm not going to be your girlfriend anymore. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, he got he got kind of mixed up. He said, girl, he okay. said girlfriend instead of boyfriend. <laughs> but Okay. I have to say, though, how he could have turned down tits like yours, I don't know. Well, at eight years old, they hadn't started to. Bud oh, they like hadn't that. started yeah. the boost yet. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I can understand his position now. 
I can understand his position. Well, I can understand his position anyway, because if anybody had been as bitchy to me as I was to him that day, I don't think I would have cared either. <laughs> well, why were you so bitchy? I, I had I had a headache, and that's what I told him. I said he wanted to walk to class with me and uh, after lunch recess, and I said, no, I've got a headache, and I don't feel like fooling with you. <laughs> Now, was and, it was the headache he because said, of your eyes? And I don't know. Probably just sinuses. Who knows? No, my my eyes never made my head hurt. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> so, again, when you're kissing, watch the slobber. That's rule number one. If you have to suck your spit back in, do so. Hopefully, you, the person you're kissing won't go anywhere. <laughs> and on the other hand, um, to kind of offset that, also, uh, try not to kiss if your mouth is dry and sticky either. Yeah. I mean, wet your lips. Yeah, you want to wet your lips before you kiss someone. Most definitely. Because I have had some dry, sticky kisses, and they are yucky. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they can be. But then again, at that point, I sort of introduced both our mouths to the tongue. Yeah. If if I see that it's too dry. Yeah, yeah. Um. Speaking of tongue, you don't want to introduce your tongue too early. I can't stand when someone just rams their, their tongue, tongue down yeah. my mouth. Or down your throat. <laughs> right. It's kind of like I'm trying to play catch with their tongue. And that's not something you do. You want to introduce your tongue slowly. Introduce just the tip. If your tip is welcome, introduce a little more of it. And for God's sakes, don't introduce your tongue with a gallon of spit. <laughs> Because that gallon of spit ain't going to go anywhere else except down your chin. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hate it when a guy, especially a guy that's kissed me for the first time, starts in with the tongue. Just boom. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. And, you know, when you go in, yes, eventually... Things with your tongue will get very frenzied and very hectic. But by that point, you're just about to rip each other's clothes off and fuck each other nasty. Boy, those were the days. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. They're gone. Oh, well, no. They're not quite gone. I mean, come on. You and I still have a couple of years left. Uh, you, well, yeah, but, you know, 
Well, no, I don't know what. <laughs> You're kind of on the marriage, marriage side. Sorry? <laughs> you, you said you and I had a couple more years left. I said, well, you kind of on the marriage side. <laughs> well, no, I meant in life. <laughs> oh, it could still happen. Yeah. We're not dying tomorrow. No. I hope not anyway. No. Okay, so you want to be careful with your tongue. And now we come to the big thing. Placement of the hands. At the beginning, I said, cup your lover, your lover's face in your hands but at some point you have to let go if only to make sure that the person you're kissing wants to continue yeah because when you let go if they back off then you back off too it's not a clue for you to decide to push it a little bit or force your way in because people don't do that. And if you do, you should be talking to a cellmate. Yeah. The fact is, if they back off, then you back off. You might want to ask if what you just did was okay. Now, if you're panting so hard, well, if the both of you are panting so hard, try to squeeze in there that you enjoyed that. Because the other person isn't going to know what you think. In fact, I encourage everyone. Oh, wow, wonderful. <laughs> I encourage everyone who is blind and who is having sex or making out with a blind person to be vocal about it. And I do mean vocal. Yes, yeah, breathiness. Well, being breathy is one thing. But actually telling a person what you enjoy and what you like that the other person did. Yeah, that's what I said, being vocal. Yeah, goes a long yeah. way to you having a good time. And no, I am not just whistling Dixie here. The fact is, people should be telling other people what they like in bed. And the gentleman is right. Oh, so right. Gentleman's what? 
Thus said, you're right. Oh, so right. You're telling Oh, right. I see. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant to say that the other gentleman who's kissing you is right. So right. <laughs> I was kind of confused there. What? Well, I'm not. The, the only guy I'm kissing tonight is my little fur ball over here. Your pussy. And I don't, you know, yeah, and I don't do mouth kissing with him. <laughs> well, I, I, I would hope not. Yeah. Um. Well, no, according to everybody else on the internet that listens to us, apparently we're into animals, so, hey, you know. <laughs> but, anyway, the placement of the hands is very important. Because, A, you don't want to go too far and cop a feel, especially <laughs> if the other person isn't ready for that. Now, a lot of men have a tendency to grab a tit or two. Don't. Oh, I hate that when that's the very first thing they want to do. Exactly. Even before kissing or anything, they just, I mean, and. I mean, listen, while you're kissing, eventually it will get hot yeah. enough. Yeah. I mean, with any luck, it'll get hot enough that you'll be able to grab something. But and the kissing them and then <laughs> grabbing for a tip right away, that's a no-no. That's just, it's, it's just ludicrous. Take it from somebody that has big tits and that's the first thing they go for yeah and yeah the same goes for pussies or asses like i said yeah. you can't go for the sexual organs right away move up to it so when you start kissing grab a hold of her or him. Hug Wrap your up. arms around his head. Hug him up real good. Or her. Yeah. And hold them tight. Well, not tight. To the point where you cut off their oxygen. But enough to know that you want, you want them to stay where they are. That way, there's no miscommunication, and you're not left wondering how you feel, and they're not left wondering how you feel. Now, at some point, it will progress to the point where you want to touch each other. I say let the other person make the first move as a default. Well, unless they're a really shy person and they may not because they they might not feel comfort com confident enough to make that first And move. again, all the more reason to let them make the first move. Because you don't want to push them into anything. You well, want to no. make sure that they are comfortable and confident with you enough with you to move on to the next step. 
oh yeah, but by that time you can usually tell whether they're going to be or not. Yeah. And hopefully you've talked to them enough that you've gotten to know them enough that you know what they want. That you're not just into the relationship for your own advancement. Because being selfish is not the way to go in a relationship. Any relationship. Be it sexual or otherwise. Be it friends with benefits. Be it a one night stand. I mean, yes, in a one night stand, you want to get your your benefits. But then... But you still want to use your manners. You still want to be courteous. That's right. You don't want to essentially make this person feel like a slut or some kind of stud horse that you're putting out to stud for you. Because he or she might want something more than a one-night stand, even if they thought that was what they wanted. (laughs) Well, not even that. that. I mean, at the worst part, I can only imagine how I would feel if a person came in, fucked me, said wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and just left. Well, me too. That's kind of what I was talking about. I mean, that's... I mean, at least stay for coffee. (laughs) Well, unless they don't drink coffee, but at least stay for a drink. Who knows? Maybe it'll develop into more. I'll give them white wine and then I'll have coffee. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll have coffee too. I don't drink. You don't drink? No. Well, you know, I don't drink. Yeah, but maybe I'll change that. Who knows? Maybe I'll get you drunk <clears throat> on tequila. <laughs> I've been down that road. Have you now? Last time I got drunk, it was on vodka. Well, I had the worm. And and I was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the worm. Um, I've never understood the whole concept of the worm. but you Me know. neither. Uh-uh. Yeah, if anybody knows who's listening to us at some point, uh, if you understand the whole concept of the worm in tequila... Please let us know. Write to us Saturday night adult party at gmail.com or just comment in the comment section below so we know. Why the hell are people so excited about the worm? Never understood that. Unless it affects the taste of the tequila, but I don't I wouldn't think so, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, no, I've never, I'm not a huge drinker either. I mean, my dad used to drink a lot of beer. Upwards of of two cases per week. That's 48 beers. Um, not to mention all the, all the kegs of wine that he had. The barrels of wine he had that we made every year. So he used to drink like a son of a bitch. Oh, so did my dad and my mom too. Yeah, but I was too young to remember the days when he drank hard liquor. Because apparently he did that. 
What kind so, of wine? What kind of wine did you make? Uh, just regular wine. No, I mean, did you make? I ha I knew a guy that made. Well, he made wine out of grapes, but then he made blackberry wine and stuff like that too. Oh no, it was just straight grapes. I mean, it was different. It was both white and um, uh, red grapes. And uh, at some point, I mean, it was always in the fall. We always did it in the fall, in November. We always got the press, and we always froze our fingers off to death. What, squeezing, squeezing the grapes? No, because it was so cold. Oh, Because yeah, okay. we had to take the pulp out of the press um, and essentially, uh, what's the word? Kind of uh, loosen it up. Because here's how it goes. We would put the grapes into the press and we would press it down. And that would squeeze all the juice out. But once all, once that was done, we would essentially take the pulp out, loosen it up, put it back into the press and press it again Make so we could juice. squeeze all yeah. the juice in. You know? And at that point, our hands were freezing because we'd have to do it outside in our backyard. And it was the middle of November. Fucking cold. It was really cold. And, uh, but it was a great experience. You know, I, I, I knew how to make wine. And I can't complain. It was fun. It was actually really fun. I enjoyed it. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, there you have it. And don't let somebody bite your tongue and don't bite their tongue because or their lips. Don't don't be thinking that you're stomping grapes. <laughs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that at all. <laughs> um but of course at some point your kiss is going to have to break off. Now, there's, there seems to be a, a disagreement as to how a kiss should end. Because for those who have sight, if you're listening to this show and you have some sight, if not full sight, you've seen movies where a couple has just finished kissing and they've got a stream a, a a string of 
saliva hanging between their mouths. Ooh. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you must have thought that was romantic as hell. And some people don't like that. I wouldn't. I actually love that. Because at that point, people are getting into you know, some really good territory. Oh, well, yeah. I guess I was picturing the wrong thing. But yeah, I see where you're Yeah, going. yeah. No, you probably were. I can only imagine that. <laughs> um, so... It depends on what number date you're on. And number one at the first on their on your first date, at best you want to kiss goodbye. If you've been talking this per to this person for a while, then you might want to kiss them hello. But make it quick. You want to introduce yourself the right way. You want to introduce your mouth to this person as something they may want in the future. Exactly. That's how I do it. You want to give them just a taste. Enough of a taste that, wow, that was nice. I want to get some more. And if you really want to fuck them up, kiss them hello and goodbye and leave it at that. On your second date, make the kisses longer. If you Maybe like them. greet them hello and goodbye with gusto if you like them well enough to have a second date <laughs> mm -hmm. if they're worthy of date number three in other words they're looking for more and they want more then it's time to introduce them to the full experience but just the full experience of kissing. Now, some of you might be thinking that I am advocating on a four, fourth or fifth date sex. No, I'm not. You guys have sex when it feels right. If it feels right on the first date and you want to fuck your brains out, by all means, be safe about it. But have at it. Have at it. Enjoy yourselves. If you want to wait for the fourth or fifth date, same thing. Enjoy yourselves. Again, be safe. Use a condom or dental dam until you're damn sure nobody's going to get sick. A what? Sorry? 
a what did you call that? Sick. Uh, no. A dental dam, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a condom for women. Oh, oh, that's that thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not really a condom. It's basically a sheet of plastic. An actual condom for women is a lot larger that I've never understood. I mean, might as well just fuck a bag. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I got plenty of them out there. I'll go get you one. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, here I have a shopping bag, uh, a shopping bag full of shopping bags. <laughs> I mean, what the hell do I need a, a female condom for? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so, yeah. I mean, let's see if we have any comments, if anybody wants to lay in on the topic. No, no comment. So, let's see how much time we've been... Uh, Holy shit. You've been up for 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. With this final section, I'm going to tell you how to have the most amazing kiss of your life. Oh, yeah. You promised that. <laughs> I did promise that, and I am going to fulfill that. You want to start off gently. As I said, cup your lover's face in your hands and kiss them on the forehead, on both eyes. I don't like my eyes kissed. I, I'm going to, I mean, you can kiss me anywhere, but I don't like my eyes kissed because it always makes them feel like they're moving. They jump. Okay. Who's who who's describing the kiss of all kisses? You or me? You I just was making a comment about eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> don't comment on the best kiss you've ever had. Oh, okay. I'll shut up. I'm 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 sorry. Forgive me. I mean, for Christ's sake, somebody's kissing you with the best kiss to end all kisses. And you're saying you don't like your eyes kissed? I really don't, but... Well, okay. Wait, why don't you? I just got through telling you. My eyes, they, they jump. They jump? Yeah, it's like, I mean... Maybe if you could do it gently, they wouldn't. But well, I mean, of but, course you're doing just, it gently. See, I, I my mean, eyes. You didn't think we'd just go in and suck your eyeballs out, do you? Oh, I thought you might. <laughs> no, God. Oh, Monica, how little you know me. 
We've known each other just, so long, darling. I'm just messing with you. I know. <laughs> but anyway, once you've kissed the eyes, give her a peck on the nose or him. And then go down to the lips. Peck it first. You want to peck. Always peck at the beginning. Introduce yourself to them. And show them that this is going to be gentle. And not a ravishing. Because I don't care how rough you like your sex. I can guarantee you at the beginning. You're going to want that kiss to be gentle. Amen. And caring. Amen. Definitely. So once you peck them a few times. Stay in for a bit longer. Touch your lips to theirs. Making sure to kiss them deeply. And by deeply, I don't mean ram your tongue down their throat. No. I mean, put your body into it so they can feel how excited you're getting. Yeah, because when I feel my partner getting excited, then that excites me even more. That's right. That's right. At this point, you want to hold on to them. Put your arms around their neck or around their back, their lower back. Don't move to their ass, for God's sake. <laughs> that has to be the worst thing you could possibly do. A but huge your turn arms, off. Mm -hmm, move your arms down to their lower back and pull her against you. Now, I'm sorry. I understand that some of you might be women listening to this. Uh, and while I should be saying him or her, I'm going to be using the her, the female gender, because this is who I'm used to kissing. And I'll use the him. That's why I've been saying him all during the thing. Yeah. So, please, substitute your gender for the opposite gender of the, the person you like to kiss. So, I squeeze their body closer and closer to mine. And I start to tongue the tip of their mouth. I don't shove it in. No. I just peck a little bit with my tongue. 
I'm opening ever so slightly to release the tip so that she can feel my mouth opening and my tongue trying to slip in. At this point, she will either push you away or open her own mouth and invite you in. Mm -hmm. She sure will. <laughs> now, this she is will. not, I repeat, this is not a hint for you to throw your tongue far back in her throat. Oh, God. Introduce yourself slowly, for Christ's sakes. Slow the tongue down. But move your tongue in and out of her mouth. Intertwine it with hers. Oh, y'all just have no idea how good that is and it's what a really fun wonderful warm-up that is and please don't gross don't get grossed out by their spit because if you're grossed out by their spit there's no way you're going to be performing oral Personally, in my opinion, I think that's sad if you don't do oral with your partner. Because there is no more pleasure than giving someone else pleasure. And if you're really into your partner, if you really love the person you're with. You will get just as much pleasure out of giving them pleasure as they giving you pleasure. Yeah, and sometimes even more. Sometimes yeah. even more, yes. It just... Wonderful. I had a girlfriend who used to come every time she gave me a blowjob. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything to her. She just enjoyed giving me pleasure so much that she used to orgasm. And that's how I knew that this person was deeply in love with me. So at that point, my tongue is fluttering in and out of her mouth. And I'm grinding my mouth against hers more and more. Now, she may do one of two things. If she wants more, she'll grab onto you. And push herself onto you. Or. She may start to disrobe. 
and get naked. Been there, done that one. <laughs> Either way, that's a hint for you to get warmer. And warmer usually means start touching hot spots. And I don't mean by hot spots her pussy, her clit, her tits, or her ass. I'm talking about erogenous zones. And we'll talk about erogenous zones on another show. However, you want to tickle and tease the erogenous zones to make sure that her horny level is at the same level that you are. Because if you are tickling these erogenous zones and she is still ticklish, guess what? You're not where you should be. <laughs> you should be turning her on more. At which point, don't let up the tickling until she becomes numb to it. Because at that point, anything you do from there on in, she's going to Tonight, love. She's practically going to be begging for it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But at this point, where you guys take it is entirely up to you because that was the kiss for me. Of course, that's just me. You might feel that you enjoy something else. And I don't blame you. The fact is, a lot of people like kissing in different ways. But at the very least, you should be a part of your kissing. Put your whole heart and soul into the kiss. Because if you don't, the person you're kissing will feel it. Or not feeling it, if the case is, well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, not feeling. I had my first real kiss. Mm -hmm. And I thought I'd been kissed before, but <laughs> I had my real, first real kiss at 19. 19? Uh-huh. And he was, he was a wonderful kisser. And he was a good lover all the way around. Really? He was 31, but I mean, I, I didn't care <laughs> back in grade eight when I was 14. No. Yeah. 14. I spent a week where I skipped school and my girlfriend and I just spent the entire day for seven days in a row. 
in bed. We went home at the end of the day because her parents were traditional Portuguese and quite frankly, so were mine. But most of the day we spent in bed and our kissing got so hot that she literally had a puddle between my legs and hers. I'll bet she did. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was literally dripping down my cock. And my cock wasn't even inside her. So... Just an example of where a kiss can go. So, that's our show for today. I hope you guys learned something about kissing. I hope your partner will enjoy what you just learned, if you decide to use it. And don't forget, a kiss will take you a long way. From saying hello to saying goodbye to getting married to having a baby. It'll take you to faraway places without ever leaving your home. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to buy gas or anything. Just <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In fact, oh. you guys can have a hot makeout session in the back of your car seat. You know, in that's, the back, yeah, that's the something seat. that I've never been I, I've never been able to do before, and something I wanted to do just just to say I'd done it. I guess I have sex in a car. <laughs> have sex in a car? Really? Now, I've done some heavy petting in a car, but. Well, describe uh, heavy petting. Well, yeah, everything but sex itself. I mean, kissing and uh, feeling. Okay, so and, you've you know, made out in a car. Yeah, but I, I've never had actual sex now, in a car. Now, did you make out in the back seat or the front seat? The back. Oh, okay. And how didn't it progress to it? Uh, one thing, because um, I had, uh, we had people driving us somewhere. So? I mean, well, like the guy's mother or my uncle or. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Well, that must have been awkward. Hey, it was. But they knew what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but see, you you have you reiterated everything that I love about kissing. Well, I hope so. So, what? as I said, I mean that was the kiss to end all kisses. Well. 
hopefully not end all kisses, but to show them that you've got what it takes to enjoy the whole kissing part. Right? Right. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Remember, uh, oh, yeah, a special announcement. Arts will be broadcast on Monday this uh, this week. Monday because, this year, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, right? Uh, because Monday is our Thanksgiving up here in Canada. And we are celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow. So I will not be able to, well, broadcast it during the day tomorrow. So on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, we'll have arts when you care enough to send the very best. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow for the blind Handy person, tentative title, with Claudia and myself. And we're going to be wrapping up our talk on fall maintenance, wherever you're living. Fall maintenance, things that you might want to have check out and make sure are okay. So... Thanks for joining us, Monica. As ever, it was a complete turn on. <laughs> yeah. And we will see. Oh, wait. You know, I can't go without checking comments. Wow. Nobody's listening to us. Not even the trolls. Huh. So, guys, it looks like we don't even have trolls listening to us. So, thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next week. And who bye -bye, knows what we'll be talking about then? Oh, we'll have to see. I think we <laughs> should bye -bye, talk everybody. about. I think we should talk about erogenous zones. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. I think we should say goodbye, Monica. You think so? <laughs> <laughs>